Welcome back to the Foamy Heads. You're on the mic with Mitch and Rich today, and we are drinking beer already. Well, I'm drinking beer already. Mitch, are you drinking beer already? I did have one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. uh, I had a, di- a really disappointing beer earlier. Uh, oh. It was uh, Einstock. Um, it, it's that beer with a Viking on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a Viking, if I'm remembering right. Well, this one, it's different. It's a lime and juniper berries. Mm. It's kind of like potpourri in a beer. I don't know about that. It's not great, but I bought it, and I'm getting through it. And it's only, it's like a real easy sipper, 4% or something. So (laughs) Uh, it's not my cup of tea, but it definitely tastes like one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious. I'm interested because Einstock beers are kind of the I don't know how I want to say this but Einstock beers are like the hey if you're gonna have a craft beer from another country Einstock is kind of one of those places you want to start at because they have their wit beer they've got their porter like their toasted porter uh, and their beers are just very good not to mention the water itself you know comes from from their homeland and it just it tastes better it's like glacier water it just seems to taste better so i'm very curious as to which one you have because the only ones i've ever had from einstock is like the toasted porter i've had their uh pale ale and then of course i've had their wit beer and then they have a summer beer which is like a berry fruit passion kind of kind of beer that's real easy drinking but from the sound of it it doesn't sound like that's the one that you were drinking no uh I'm pulling up their site so you can see it too, but this one's yellow. It's got a yellow can. I forget the picture they got. They changed up his garb too. It's not the helmet with the horns. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I've got another can I'll grab. I will say I'm not familiar with Einstock, a lot of Einstock recently just because, well, I haven't been, I haven't been drinking a lot of their beers. I've been focused more locally. Um, Okay, Icelandic Lime and Juniper Pilsner. That's it, yeah. Okay, I just found it on Untapped, Mitch. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> yeah, I just did a search on the brewery for Einstock, and I see yellow can, kind of a um, yeah. guy with a beard, and it's got you know, a top hat on him, and it's kind of a side profile. They say it evokes a gin and tonic kind of flavor, and I disagree. <laughs> but I'm not... I haven't had a plethora of gin and tonic. I've made my own gin and tonics. Like uh, I've had one that was pre-mixed in a can, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I don't remember what that tasted like. It was all right, but I usually use like a botanical gin and uh, go from there. You know, if you want to use your, I think it was like Indian uh, water. I can't remember the exact name of it, but anyway. There's that one. I go for the more herbal kind of gin most of the time, botanical. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, this thing was a take on it. I'm not a fan, but... What prompted you to drink this beer, though? It had a guy in a green hat and beard, and 
I was like, yeah, I haven't had a weird purchase in a while, so I'll go with it. And uh, Einstock, okay. you know, I've had good Einstock beers. So yeah. I, I was I was giving them the benefit of the doubt was this weird lime and juniper. That's what it was. Yeah, lime and jun- juniper. It was just, <clears> and I, I've gotten really back into Pilsner's too. So yeah, it was, it was a hopeful jump or leap into a, a, another Pilsner and this is not it. <laughs> I think the recent, uh, kind of going back to the fact that you were talking about how you've been getting into Pilsners, that's interesting because Pilsners historically are just, they're just skunky, bland, hoppy, but not bitter. Or maybe I should say bitter, but not hot. I don't know. They just, they seem to be overcarbonated, mm. um, skunky beers with not a ton of flavor, but craft beer in general, specifically like American craft brewers, they have taken a boring category of beer and kind of put their spin on things. And I think the one that you've been enjoying the most recent as of late was, um, was it a Southern Grist? Ooh. Uh, hoppy or honey pill, hoppy pills or something like that from from southern grist i can't remember which one it was that you had southern crisp i think that yeah. was southern crisp. southern crisp yeah i can't yeah remember. that's the one okay uh, hoppy crisp the- hoppy crisp that was a really good one too <clears throat> a pilsner from southern grist brewery it looks like you checked that in very recently uh nope never mind it wasn't hoppy crisp yeah, Southern Crisp was the first one they brought back as a Pilsner or, or made for Pilsner release. And uh, I loved it. it. It was awesome. And then, mm. like, uh, two or three months later, they came out with Hoppy Crisp. Ah. They, that's where I think it, they dry hopped. I'm, I could be wrong, but I think it was a dry hop just to give it that extra little bite. And yeah. I loved that one. That's still my favorite Pilsner just because of the hops. And I'm, I'm loving hops right now anyway. So <laughs> stouts are on the back side right now where I haven't gotten back into stouts yet. But, you know, we've got a Dark Lord and a Brewery Black Tuesday for us to get. Oh, into, so. I know. There's a hey, and there's not not playing Mitch. I could drink a Black Tuesday any day of the week. Yeah. But I feel like. I feel like it needs to be a little bit cooler, whether it's like fall, just a little bit chillier outside. Right now, Mitch, it's hot, it's sticky. Yeah. You know, it's August, it's the end of August, beginning of September, but for some reason, it's hot outside. Um, you know, it's 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 humid and it's just, it's still IPA weather and sours. I, I'll, I'll, re- I'll, I'll digress. If you're If you're a sour person, this is sour season right now it's or at least it's sour weather it may not be sour season but it's sour weather but this is an ipa weather pilsner weather light beer weather it's hot outside you want to drink something refreshing that you can down a few of or you can have like a hazy imperial double ipa that's not dark and it's super hoppy that seems to that seems to work too well speaking of sours this is what i'm going to be drinking uh double fruited blood orange goza uh, goes up with uh, it's a Living Waters and No Quarter Pinball and Pints collaboration. Ooh. It's called I like No Quarters. Yeah, uh, and I love Living Waters. I'll see if the camera will not send it out a picture, but you can see it's got like a I can't think of the name of the mythical animal on it, mm. lion with wings, but uh, Manticore esque could be a Manticore, <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, 
I, I've really enjoyed this one. It's an easy sipper at 4% ABV and it's rested on Ugandan vanilla. So Ooh. it's got a nice little body to it. You know, you've got this fruitiness kind of from that blood orange. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it fruitiness. I, I love eating blood orange. So this one really kicks it into gear for my palate. But hmm. uh, yeah, uh, it has just enough sourness, enough tart. And then it has that vanilla backbone to it. And it's just kind of a nice palatable goza. So uh, I'll say the, um, <clears throat> the, so Living Waters is probably the up and coming, probably one of my favorite breweries in Nashville right now. I love uh, Bearded Iris, Southern Grist. Those are, those are always really good. Tailgate's always really good. Um, and then Living Waters just came out of nowhere and just kind of like, hey, we may, you know, we're a coffee bar, but we're a brewery too. Here's some good brews. And like Rubicon, their stout was amazing. And Yosemite was really good. So I kind of started gravitating towards Living Waters. And then I think the first time I actually saw Living Waters was at No Quarter. Like we were, you, uh, you, me, and DJ, we met up one day, Mitch. We we're going to play some pinball at No Quarter. And I think Zilla Pit Barbecue was going to be there that day. And we were just going to hang out for a while. And uh, I saw, I think I saw Yosemite was on tap and I was very curious as to who Living Waters was. That was my first experience with those guys was at No Quarter. So it's very interesting that you're sipping on a beer that's from Living Waters, but it's collaboration with like this really unique, small dive, like pinball type location that's just hella fun to hang out at yeah they're like a little trifecta of uh deliciousness right now yeah um if you follow one follow the others and you'll be pretty well uh kept up to date of when zilla's uh being posted up or popping up and delivering very very good barbecue Uh, oh yeah I'm I'm a big fan. Thanks to you, Richard. <laughs> you're you got Zilla's one weekend. You're like, hey, <laughs> it's so good, man. Zilla's brisket is on point. The rest of his food is really good too. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not trying to single out, yeah. you know, one of his food groups over the other. His brisket is probably the 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 best brisket that I've had in a while. It's award winning too. I mean, like I know this guy has won multiple awards, but I'd never even heard of the guy until we were at Living Water until we were at um no quarter that day and that was where i got my first experience with zilla and or i should say one of my first experiences with zilla pit barbecue but it was also my first experience with living waters oh yeah yeah yeah. that's right i'm trying to remember what i had at no quarters from there but they had quite a few options there so uh i think i had a little bit of everything even hams Uh (laughs) uh-huh you got a palate cleanser mitch (laughs) well don't rub on hams too hard there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. It, it, it's uh, there's a history there, and it, it's always fun to see that kind of uh, the beer label itself even survives. So it, mm-hmm. it was. I don't think I know where you could get a, a hams anywhere else in Tennessee except at No Quarter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, uh, we were in we were in uh, I think it was Knoxville a couple of weeks ago, and. Um, I think we did a recording about it, but we were in Knoxville a couple of weeks ago and we saw while we were in Sweet Peas Barbecue, which was downtown Knoxville, I think we saw a sign for hams on the wall. That's right. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Yeah. They had the sign for hams there. I, I, I'm having to brush back up or pull through my 
uh, brain for what Hams was. I read the history and talked about it a while back, and it may have been a recording within release, but it was one of those things where I was just really, I got into it after learning a little bit about Hams and uh, Miller, essentially. So Yeah. But uh, I've been sipping on my Goza for a minute. What uh, what do you got? What are you drinking? I've got, so I'm sipping on, I'll see if I can, mine's a little bit easier for you because I don't have the background going right now. But uh, so I actually took a trip this weekend to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, we stayed in a little town outside Chattanooga, kind of had like a nice little log cabin home style, um, kind of up in the mountains, but 20 minutes, Mitch, from Chattanooga, like from downtown Chattanooga. I mean, we were 20, 20, 25 minutes from Odd Story. We were 25 minutes from Hutton and Smith. It's just 25 minutes from downtown Chattanooga. So Rachel and I and my wife, we took a couple of days and just went into downtown Chattanooga and, and visited a couple of places. We took our newborn to the aquarium just to kind of get his curiosity going. And we went to a couple of breweries. And one of the ones that we ended up at was uh, Wanderlinger Brewing Company. So they are a, I don't want to call them new, but they're relatively new, Mitch. So huh. <clears throat> they've got they've got a couple of styles of everything there. Um, but I think the one that stood out to me the most, and I actually, t I, I bought a crowler of it so I could take it home and drink it, um, for a Thursday evening when I didn't have much going on, but it's called Parrot's Revenge. It's a New England hazy double IPA, uh, sitting at 6.8%. It is good. Like it is really, really good. I'm having to look it up right now, um, because I don't remember the hops that they used with it. But Mitch, I'm just going to put it up to my camera right now. But this thing is like, it is super, super hazy. Um, it almost looks like, gosh, I don't, it's, it's definitely not orange juice. It almost just looks like a, a dirty, well, I don't know, water. I, <laughs> I really don't know. 6.8%. Um, it's just, it's super hazy. It's super, um, I don't want to say dirty is not the word, but what about murky? Murky. Thank you. That is exactly the word that I'm looking for. It's murky. It's unfiltered. It's just, it's super good. It's thick when you're drinking it. Uh, 6.8%. It goes down really easy. Mm. Uh, it's, it's really good. I, I, I literally don't know much more about it because I've, I've tried looking it up and I can't find anything like the hops that they use or anything like that i just know that it is a solid double ipa so much to the point where i bought a crowler so i could take back with me and enjoy it on a night like tonight mitch nice man what was the name of it again the name of the brewery was uh wanderlinger w-a-n-d-e-r-l-i-n-g-e-r wanderlinger brewing company interesting and they made an ipa called parrot's revenge it's like an imperial um new england style ipa it's it's at 6.8 percent i gotta be honest man it's an easy drinker for 6.8 it does not taste like one or 6.8 isn't super heavy but there's no alcohol taste to it i mean it is just straight haze and juicy and thick and it kind of like stays with you on the back of your mouth when you swallow it they, uh, they, their site's all functional and They've got a hundred day IPA. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think Mitch, you and I have had that before. Um, oh, <laughs> I 
I actually looked up, kind of looked at it, I go, oh, they're running a special on 100-day IPA right now. A uh, combination of classic American hops. Um, I am going to look it up real quick to see where we had it. You know where we were, Mitch? We were at Urban Stack. We must that's have been right. visiting Chattanooga that day, and that's where that's where you had it. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, I think I gave it a decent score too. Yeah, you did. You gave it. You gave it pretty decent marks, and I think I rated it the same. Um, <clears throat> they still had it. That's kind of like their. I don't want to call it a flagship, but that's one that they brew constantly. Mm-hmm. So you know the fact that the fact that we had it back in. Well, hold on a second. In a year, I think. Roughly. Yeah. Uh, you had it back in, yeah, actually, <laughs> August 30th, 2019. You were right. It's been almost exactly a year to the day. <laughs> and uh, I ended up getting a taster of it, and I liked it. Um, but that was one that you ordered while you were at Urban Stack, so that would explain why why you had it, because they don't distribute. Like, it's... They distribute in Chattanooga, and they've got a pretty decent footprint. I went to a couple of beer stores, um, and you know they had they had certain cans available, uh, but it wasn't, or I should say, certain kegs available, like to take home with you. But it wasn't it wasn't anything widespread. Yeah. Curious. But I would drink it again. I I totally wish I would have bought more. Take it back with me. I picked up a couple, um, but. I really wish I would have had more. Man, Chattanooga's got a lot of good stuff going on. Odd Story was an odd story for us for the <laughs> few years, you know. Uh, the first few times we went, the beers just did not really pop for us at all. And uh, this year when I went back, I, I was looking for a spot. Everything's corona and mm-hmm. I needed something to eat, but I don't know Chattanooga too well when it comes to just like pickup orders or whatever. But Odd Story was social distancing enough to where I could reserve a whole table and still work and mm-hmm. have some pizza there. So I, nice. I ended up going back to Odd Story, and long story short, I enjoyed their beer. So uh, they were doing all sorts of styles now. <laughs> I liked Odd Story. Um, I think we've you when you kind of hinted it, you were like it is kind of an odd story because my first experience with odd story, I don't I I, I want I want to say it was good. I don't think I would say it was great, um, but that's no, <clears throat> you know they were just starting out at the time, so you know there's definitely I, I give major props to them for for continuing to just keep going. I just happened to show up on a day where they were having an anniversary party and they were barrel aging all their beers. And I just was not in the mood for that, that day. It was hot outside. I wanted an IPA and that was what I was looking for. And the only thing that I could have gotten that day was a barrel aged anything. They were literally barrel aging everything, Mitch. (laughs) And, uh, and that's fine because I love barrel aged beers. I just kind of felt like at the time when I was there that they might've, um, I, I felt like they were kind of catching their, you know, they were catching their ground, trying to figure out what their, what their place was. Uh, so I had a few of them and I'm like, yeah, odd story was good. You know, I wasn't disappointed by any means. And then you actually mentioned that I need to go back and yeah. try them because <clears throat> you said, you know, Hey, it's been a couple of years, you know, they, they definitely know what they're doing now. I think you just need to go check them out. So my wife and I went back there and you were right. I mean, they're, 
their beers were solid. They had a Belgian triple. They had um, a, an IPA. They had a couple of seltzers that my wife got to have, and they just they seemed to know what they were doing. And I'm really excited that Odd Story, especially since it's right down the road from Hutton and Smith. So once you're finished <laughs> drinking at Hutton Smith, you can literally just walk next door to Odd Story Brewing. Yeah. It was just a it's a good location and it's a good time. Yeah, uh, it, it's an awesome happening little beeratorium they because uh, they got a pretty massive tap wall too and it's all mostly their beer so yeah if not yeah. all their beer it is all their beer actually yeah it's, last night well when we went it was all their beer uh, i don't think that is i didn't see any guest taps at the time crazy man yeah that whole place uh chattanooga's uh, you know they're not as uh i guess they're not as heavily craft beard as nashville at all or even knoxville from the last encounter we had in knoxville but it was just you know i'm hoping i see more in chattanooga because that's always a fun town that you can just walk around in it's small enough where craft breweries just make sense in chattanooga yeah absolutely and i think they're honestly i think they're getting there i mean we've got so outside we have hutton and smith we have odd story we have wanderlinger that's the IPA that I'm enjoying right now, Heaven and Ale. They've made a really good name for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got Chattanooga Brewing Company, which is kind of more of like a, um, they're the Yazoo of Chattanooga, so to speak. Right. Um, <clears throat> Mad Night Brewing Company. I went there, and that is an interesting place. It is a it is a very um, Mitch. You've been to. Um, the Green Dragon before. It is a very librarian-ish kind of Middle Earth looking place when we walked into Mad Night Brewing Company. And Mad the, guy, the guy there was just, I, he was trying as hard as he really was. I, I can't say that I fell in love with the beers there, but I didn't dislike them. I feel like he's on to something. I think he just needs to like keep pushing at it and he's going to hit something. But everything there was like real quirky there were just one-offs and he was just brewing and it was just very grassroots so i very much appreciate it but that is the I, one of the newest places in chattanooga that's brewing and i, I think i think he's gonna go places oh uh, yeah i remember seeing a picture from there yeah <laughs> big river hutton and smith five wits big frog brewing naked river brewing i had a couple of them we actually went there their logo is a Sasquatch, which was kind of cool, like a Bigfoot. When you get there, too, they, they're they next to a bunch of the... Uh, uh, my biggest complaint with Chattanooga is all the paid parking that you have to pay for. Yeah. But they're next to one of the biggest lots next to a park and another abandoned building. And as you pull in, you can see smokers. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, giant smokers that you know they're serving some barbecue in. And, oh, yeah. uh, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to have any food when I was there last time at Naked River, but they're not, I don't know if you call it a patio, but I'll just call it their front lawn has mm -hmm. a bunch of, uh, AstroTurf, I think. Yeah. Picnic tables. So it's all set up. It's super cozy. And, um, yeah, it, it was kind of goofy when I got there cause I was meeting my brother and they're super helpful. And I told them, oh yeah, I'm here to meet my brother. And the guy behind the counter said, oh He's outside. I'll take you to him. He took <laughs> you to a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> he tried, Mitch. Yeah. 
Well, actually, it was an empty table. That's right. And he said, oh, I don't know where he went. He must have went to the bathroom or something. That guy came back with his dad, and they were super confused and confused <laughs> about confronting me because I mean mug when I'm solo. So it was that just was not a, your brother, Mitch. It was not. Not. No relation. So uh, I ended up giving the table back. I was like, oh, no problem, man. I just, I've got my beers and I took the menu with me after they said they didn't need it. But then they slowly approached me and were like, can we have that menu again? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm not, I'm a nice person. Yeah. Take it. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> I don't need this menu. <laughs> so it was an awkward encounter, but it was fun. Uh, and they were nothing but accommodating. It was cool. That's great. I, I love the being able to watch traffic go by where they place their little outdoor picnic area. So. Mm -hmm. Mad night. I need to go there. Uh, definitely, be, it's an interesting one. Um, it's the, it's very hard to find. It's in the basement of this existing building that is not labeled. You, you know, you're driving around. We drove around for ten minutes trying to find a place to park. And we finally found this little sticker on the door that said Mad Night Brewing Company down in the basement of <laughs> this like <laughs> little ass building. And I was like, okay. So like we're next step was trying to find a place to park. And, you know, we finally found a place and we walked in and it was, it was interesting. They had, they had everything from, I don't know, it's on the, on the wall. They had a, they had one of those, you know, in case of emergency break glass type of, you know type of boxes and inside it was a six pack of three stooges beer like it was really weird and then there was an airplane life jacket like with the little red blow up valve on the side like hanging up on the wall and just like weird collectibles just kind of like hanging out everywhere they had like magazines from the 80s just like in 70s just sitting on the tables i like it, it was it was really quirky and i got super excited when i walked in because i was like I have a feeling that this guy is going to be like, yeah, we're weird as fuck, but here's a really good beer, Smitch. And they were okay. Uh, I think, like I said, I think he's still trying to catch his, catch his stride. I think he's going to be doing good things in the future. Um, I definitely wasn't disappointed. Welcome to the mad night. Coming to the drunk gin. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. See, I see the 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 building on Google Maps here, and they've got a big old, at least at this point in time when they took a picture, a sign on the side of the brick abandoned brick wall surfaces or whatever. It's just like, yo, we're right around here. <laughs> Here's this building. We're around the back and downstairs. I need a big old metal knight out there. Yeah, we do. Holding a, like a halberd with the flag of the mad knight that'd be Heck yeah that'd be awesome man how's your how's your beer treating you though oh, it's good it's refreshing uh you know i haven't ate a whole lot today so the four percent's working out for me uh but yeah uh it's pleasant man it's not sour enough to make me hate it and it's tart enough that i enjoy it so um i it's weird i don't like ciders so a lot of sours that are palate like to a, a cider or sours that are like a cider i don't know there's something weird that happens that i my palate just refuses to drink sometimes but hmm. uh i don't think i've had a goza that i've not liked you know like where <clears throat> i wouldn't drink it um 
I have had a sour that I wouldn't drink. Oh my God. But I can't remember the name of it. It had a super black metal label to it though. <laughs> it was one <laughs> of those uh, story beer share of some sort. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was the, when Yazoo did its first funk fest. <clears throat> and, uh, boss and I took a, 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 a business trip over <laughs> to Yazoo <laughs> and, uh, bottled shared our asses off with everybody uh brought beers to share it didn't matter what it was but a lot of people brought their funk beers and uh not all of it's good yeah you really you really do have to work your way up to some of them i believe but yeah art and sour is one thing but when you start getting into funky beers that's a whole new ball game that's not something i'm willing to mess with tart i can handle Sour yeah. is something that I'm still trying to kind of get used to, and I don't know if I ever w- able will ever be able to. Right? Yeah. I'd... Funky. Mm, I just I, that's just not my style. I can't do it. You know what I've been craving this whole week? Mm-hmm. Thunderbird wings. Ooh. Yeah. God, some Thunderbird wings would be really good right about now, Mitch. Man, if I could just get a pack of six thighs yeah i would love it but you know the whole deal with you know you know that is you got to order a platter <laughs> so, i'm or, good for half yeah uh we need to do that again sometime and check out uh, <laughs> do another casa de monte cristo thing oh have- yeah because <laughs> it's once it starts cooling off that'll be perfect uh but man i've been craving those thunderbird thighs for a while now i really want to I want some Zilla brisket. I want Thunderbird thighs. And then I want that Poblano mac and cheese. Mac from and cheese from Thunderbird. And uh, I want B's uh, pit barbecue or whatever. <clears throat> I don't know the his food yet, but mm-hmm. I did place an order for oh, nice from him. Him and Zilla. Nice. And I'll be getting his beans with brisket in it. Ooh, okay. I think that's what it was. So I'm really looking forward to it. So it's Atlanta and Tennessee excuse me combining forces at living waters this weekend that's amazing i love that man i love seeing i love seeing small local businesses come together and i know i know zilla's been you know doing a lot of work with bees and and they've been posting a lot of each other's stuff on there so i might i might actually go and check it out because i'll be you know i'll have some time this saturday i may go and see what's up so you and i'll have to sync up and see if that's something that we're going to do because I love Atlanta, Atlanta barbecue. I love just, I love the Atlanta lifestyle and I love Atlanta barbecue. So anytime I can get some of that and then you mix it with big perms, you know, uh, style, yeah. of, style of brisket, I'm down. So it's Bee's Crackling Barbecue <laughs> from Atlanta. That's awesome. Yeah, man. This is, this is going to be good. So yeah. I, I don't know. If, not, if you haven't had barbecue before, shame on you. Right. <laughs> but don't go get wits. Fuck yeah wits, go <laughs> go go get something good mitch yes uh they've been steering you wrong <laughs> yes <laughs> unless you like uh bland food that you have to pour vinegar over to feel any soul in it oh uh and, and not even then you don't even feel uh, right. i shouldn't have said soul it's just dead uh yeah, it's dead barbecue you need some brisket in your life and you need some like real good smoked pork barbecue and everything we've had an opportunity to get through our beers before uh you know today we've 
we've had a good session and be able to just kind of chill out and relax. I had a, a whole crowler of Paired's Revenge from Wanderlinger Brewing Company, and I enjoyed that to the fullest. I would actually probably rate this beer a four out of five. Like it is that good. It's hazy, it's juicy, it's hoppy, it's bitter, it's everything in one. And I'm really glad that I got a chance to bring some of this home with me. I wish I just had more, Mitch. Yeah, I, I wish I had a whole... I really want to just find a, a lot to dig a cellar into <laughs> and mm-hmm. that way, wherever we go, we can just stock up on stuff, drop it in there. And then you've got a, a stockpile you can always pull from, you know, uh, well, closing, closing remarks on your, uh, your living waters and no quarter collaboration. Yeah. Those, it, it's a, uh, it's great. Uh, the, I think the vanilla really helped it in my opinion. Um, it gives a nice little sweetness at the end that's kind of smooth mm. and uh, it leaves a little bit of uh, I don't want to say resin but there's a little bit of something left on my tongue that's uh, not heavy but you can kind of tell like if you've ever had a bearded iris beer before it, it's something that rests on the back there okay so uh, I really enjoy whatever he's done so you know it's awesome i'm enjoying every little drop of it so that's awesome uh, did you get a four pack i did this is this might be my last uh fitzgerald actually nice so you've had the other ones before so you didn't hate it that was good yeah uh liked last, it. last weekend i did photo shots just working in the studio testing equipment seeing what i could pull off with what i got and um fitzgerald was one of the beers zombie dust uh like all sorts of IPAs and Goza is all I had. Speaking of, we have a couple at some point when we can meet up at a table. Um, I've got, I think I've got three now uh, beers that we need to try. Um, hmm. And they all use Koji. Nice. So you've got hazy IPAs and then you've got hazy IPAs with Koji, which is koji is uh if you've ever had unfiltered sake that it's the rice particles or granules in there the super fine part particulates um Mm. so we've got uh one i think one was brewed with koji then it steps up and adds koji to a hazy and then a double and then actually there might be four if i still have it if i didn't drink it and then there's a koji 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 one where it's super cloudy dude i'll send you a picture (laughs) and the light from the refrigerator when it just shines on the bottle it looks like a storm head cloud that's awesome cloudy so uh we got some unfiltered yeah we got a lot of unfiltered drink to get through on that it'll be a good day and we've got some we're not gonna i guess we don't want to give away too much right now but we've got some exciting interviews coming up and we've got one that we're trying to shoot for next week or um at some point we're going to get a chance to record and got coming away you know coming the way of the foamy heads mitch i'm really excited about some of the stuff coming up definitely i'm looking forward to talking to people and getting more engaged with uh the beers uh the people behind the beers that we drink so um i've already we'll do more reach out and uh, if you're listening and know somebody that we should talk to hit us up at the foamy heads at gmail.com or hit us on uh, the Instagram. Just send a message there. We'll both see it. So uh, yeah, uh, we're up to talk to anybody really. So 
happy hours would be fun. Uh, Thursdays, Fridays, maybe. We'll see. Any but, day of the week that ends in Y. Pretty much. <laughs> so. That's awesome. I'm excited. I know we're excited, and I hope you guys are excited, too. If, you, uh, if you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you're drinking craft beer, keep drinking craft beer. And if you've never had craft beer before, then branch out. Try to find something local. Support your local guys. Uh, we keep pounding this over time and time again. This pandemic is kind of hurting everybody. So spend your money locally and support your local breweries. And uh, we'll keep doing the same. And we will talk to you guys next time. Cheers. Cheers.